Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. This episode of uh, Auto Dealer Live is brought to you by True Car. Are we on? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Let me tell you something, man. I don't hear, I don't hear my anything in mine. I hear something. Yeah. yeah, I hear my freaking pulse going. Ba-doom. That's called ba-doom. Uh, uh, hypertension, Dave. It's high yeah. blood pressure caused by uh, technical <laughs> difficulties. Hey, we're down to this pin. This, my friends, is a. Uh, 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 you know what? It's, I never even heard of this damn brand. It's called Foray. <laughs> is that right? Foray? Yeah, it's Foray. It's a pen. It's a pen. Because I threw I use every right Bic. What's the other? Every Bic. A pilot. Every pilot. Zebra. Zebra cross. Every freaking major pen that you would find on any normal Staples or Office Depot line. Let me see yeah. that for a second. Yep. Yeah. I took it and I went and chucked it. Chucked and it. Uh, hit sure Lewis and, and right Ezra right. in the back of the head, right? Yep. Is that right? I can't. I, yes, I think I so. Because it's three forty-one, and here we are just now. We had an issue. Honestly, it's not those guys' fault. But you know what? The the fact of the matter is, when you are on a radio show that's internet driven, you tend to blame the producers, even if it is uh, a glitch uh, on Facebook Live. And, I blame uh, Bill Gates. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah, freaking Bill, when Bill Gates and like uh, um, uh, Melinda. No, what's the guy that died? Uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Bill Jobs. Gates kind of came together. I blame that scenario because, honestly, you know, it could have been done a little smoother. Yeah. Yeah, and so now, basically, here's, here's the benefit to you guys out there. We don't have to ramble on for f- 10 minutes or so. Yeah, guess you, all you missed was us. All you missed was us, and it, uh, quite frankly, what you would have seen would have been a lot of the, uh, is it, are we on yet? Oh, oh really? We're not. Settings. Oh, really, Lou? Did Do you, you want to get YouTube? paid this freaking week? Oh, yeah. Did you look at YouTube? Did you look at Facebook Live? Did oh, you yeah? check it? Really? Did you check your settings? What's going on, guys? Why didn't you guys test this before? Why aren't we testing these things beforehand? Yeah. Pen. <laughs> Chuck. Boom. Chuck Pen. <laughs> Chuck Pen. Hey. Mm. We're out of ink. There. Oh, we're out of ink. Oh, really? Oh, Shannon's got to run to Office Depot to get more pens? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we're live now. I guess we're live. I still don't even. I still don't feel. I don't feel like we're live. We may be, but I don't feel like it. Hey, we just we wanted to do this live. because the topic of our show see. today is culture. That's uh, culture shock. shock. Like, um, uh, we just wanted to go ahead and give you guys a little taste <laughs> of what this is going to be. So, look, if you're listening now, hey, listen. Some cool things that are really happening. Here's the real deal. We Next actually week, got knocked off the beard. air because we didn't have enough money to. Pay our producers for the first 10 minutes because we're bringing you things like this. Boom. Booyaka. Come on. We Look got some freaking play. Look, there's an 18. Listen, guys, if you're on, if you're listening now, 18 card set. Mm-hmm. Auto dealer live playing cards. That's what I'm talking about, man. 
Or I'm trading cards, about not playing cards. Trading like, cards. Like, like if you were, like, like back in the day where you get the tops, yeah, like you had the, the piece cards. of gum that was harder than a, a petrified turd, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to have this petrified turd gum. It's so delicious. Look at that. You got Dave Villa. You got Dave Villa's yeah, bobblehead. Bobble has got his own card. 18 sets. There's 18 card. cards. We're actually officially releasing these at Digital Dealer in a couple of weeks. But for you, the listeners today, we have them available right now. To the top influencer today, you're going to win them. Hey, guess what? We got these bad boys in just in time for Digital Dealer. Look at the microphone in the back of that. Come on, man. You would be proud to wear this freaking hat. That's what I'm talking about. You, you look like that? you know somebody. You saw that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I put it on and dust flew out the bottom of it. It's like you know somebody. It's like, hey, look, look what I do. I, I know somebody that knows somebody. Look at this. That look. watches a radio show that five people watch. Come on, I man. know that people. Oh, like 13,000. 13,000. Look at this. Look at this. Auto Dealer Live hats available to you today. Look at the microphone in the back of this thing. Top influencers win some serious swag today. We have got it going on. And uh, you're going to get it today, and uh, we're going to go to commercial break because we're going to make plenty of time for our panel, Tommy. we got an incredible culture shock. What is the next up panel? Um, oh, it's culture shock. We already talked about the that. The next up panel is culture shock, and we got an incredible group. we got, we got seriously, we got some great people today. we got some dealers that are calling life in the blacktop today. We've got some folks from Texas. we got, uh, we got some folks from the Northeast. we got some folks from uh, the Midwest on today. South, South. South, South, South Central. Do we have anybody from South Central? We do. We have somebody from South Central. L.A.? No. Oh. <laughs> There's four people on today. I mean, we can't cover them all. Probably. Okay, we can't cover the whole country. Yeah. Well, actually, we could. Northeast, Southeast. Win me a Northwest, hat. Stacy Ellison. Stacy said right. Arnold, win me a hat. Stacy, how about Stacy, win me a hat? Come yeah, on, Stacy. How about you? You, you could be Arnold. Arnold hasn't won in weeks. He's, weak, he's weaker than puppy piss. As they say in the streets. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Arnold. Here, I love you, man. Still waiting in my hat swag. Kevin, I promise you it's on Who's the way, waiting? man. I have no idea. You guys tweet this stuff all the time, but um, everybody, everybody, all y'all are un- ungrateful, ungrateful. Kevin, Kevin ingrates. Campbell, you got a hat coming, man. You got a hat coming. I promise you it's yeah. on the way, baby. They just got here yesterday, so you're, it's probably already on the way to yeah. uh, be patient, North Florida. Huh? You know, to <laughs> North Florida. Yeah, I'll drive it up that. there, Pensacola for you, <laughs> and deliver the hat. Hey, we're going to run up. The next up, Tommy, is the Culture Shock panel. You don't want to go anywhere. We've got an amazing panel. We're late, but guess what? We're here, baby. Better late than never. And isn't it, isn't it true that what um, that oh, it's distance? Damn it, distance got, makes a hard fun. We got a former general sales Time manager distance. of Liberty Toyota on the panel today. We got the president of Commercial Fleet Finance. This is the person that's rated in the top five thousand of Inc. Okay, Inc. Inc. Magazine fastest growing Great. companies in the year of 2015. That's incredible. Look, there's a lot of companies. To be in the top 5,000 is a big honor. We have that person on. We have a, a former general sales manager of Liberty Toyota in New Jersey on today. We have the CEO of Automax. He is an expert at recruiting and training on today on the Culture Shock. And we have a sales manager that is a third-generation automotive manager today on the panel. You don't want to go anywhere. We've got an incredible, incredible deal. Subi. I'm going to ask you, call in. We want to I hear. Did. I did. I tweeted her that she needed to call in. So did I. Oh, she's on. Oh, she's on hold. Okay, good. So, Subi, I can't wait to hear your question because we're going to wait till the guests come on and let you ask it to them. Don't go anywhere, guys. We're going to be back in two minutes. Two and, and two. Uh, Yeah. Next up. With rising competition and shrinking profit margins, 
You need every resource available to help you succeed. TrueCar has the ability to be the most powerful tool in your arsenal. Go with the pros who know. Your dealership wouldn't trust its vehicles in the hands of an uncertified technician. So why trust its finances with accounting firms that don't know your business? Rosenfield & Company knows the automotive industry and has been serving dealerships like yours for over 20 years. We take pride in helping our clients grow from single point stores to some of the largest dealer groups in the country. We are more than just your accountants. Our team can guide you through mergers and acquisitions, operational reviews, succession planning, and more. Visit us on the web for more information at www.rosenfieldandco.com. Jason Rice from LotPop, and let me tell you what we do to help dealerships increase used car sales 20 to 30 percent in gross and volume. Three areas we focus on, trend reports, we look at weekly trends that no one else is trending to make adjustments on our inventory. Two is we do weekly review calls to review those trends, but also we dig through every car that needs to be price adjusted to increase the searches. And three, we do a virtual lot walk, make sure every car is standing tall in line and make sure we don't have bad photos like these. Check out our website, lotpop.com our blog at automotiverevolution.com and our weekly video tips at increaseturn.com. Thanks. Hello, I'm Alan Ram, president and founder of Alan Ram's Proactive Training Solutions. Let's face it, good managers are defined not by what they do when they have a showroom full of customers, but more by what they do when there are no customers in the showroom. In 2015, whether you like it or not, the car business is all about conversion of opportunities and driving traffic. All those great closers and desk people are not doing you a whole lot of good if your dealership is not converting effectively on the telephone and internet. As an owner or dealer, when you see five salespeople standing by the front door doing nothing, don't kid yourself. Your dealership is not being effectively managed. Management by Fire is a two and a half day intensive course conducted entirely by me that teaches managers how to effectively manage in today's automotive industry. Simple processes for driving high quality traffic. For more information on upcoming events, please call my team at 866-996-4665. Once again, 866-996-4665. Thank you. Service Group has over 40 years of experience empowering dealerships to grow profits, develop personnel, and provide their customers with a high level of service. We offer high quality products, world-class servicing, and innovative training and technology. Meet our team, first-class trainers, the best account managers, and an executive team that's second to none. This is your Service Group team. We look forward to giving your people the power to I'm excited about the future of TrueCar, and I hope you are too. As we evolve our product and service, 
We'll keep listening to dealers and making even more enhancements based on your ongoing feedback. Hey guys, we're back on the show yeah. with us. Dave put a hat on while we were gone. Look at that. Uh, you know, it's Auto Deer Live hat. We. Um, I was going to see if anybody figured that out, Tommy. Like what's different? Like the what's. Yeah, I mean, like, just if anybody paid attention to it. Lou, can I have those things? Give me, give me the things. Dang man. Hey, hey Thanks, Lou. That's a Lou's arm. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. So look, we got look at the, look at the card says this is for the top Twitter influencer today. We're gonna have the hat. You're gonna get the only. You're gonna get the first set, Tommy. This is literally the they, first they've set. been arrived. They're first not gonna. They're not, even, they're not even released until digital dealers. So we got Ezra. They're not even in the set yet. We got Ezra, who's look at him behind the camera there. Yeah. Look at him, look yeah. at him all sharp. Seren Torres. Seren wants one of Ezra. <laughs> she wants you to sign it, Ezra. Yeah, Lou Torres looking intently at the screens. <laughs> Ezra, you should take one of yours to Digital Dealer and see if Seren signed yours. Yeah, this guy, Tom yeah. Sowell. It's looking yeah. like Sasquatch. I would absolutely Yelly. love that. So, yeah, Seren, Kim. make sure you influence <laughs> quite a lot today because I know you want my face plastered on your wall. There's Kim. That's our, one of our producers. Here's Mr. Dave Villa. Look at that. You got Dave's bobblehead. He's got a, got a, a car. Hey, how many? How many can it's I give away? An 18 away? card set. How many? How, how many can I give away? How many away, sets sure. can we give away? I think no, we should give about maybe maybe one set, two sets, three sets, a dollar. <laughs> you like that? Four. How about this? We give away two sets. I'm cool with that. But we're also giving away this man. Look, this hat just came. Okay. In how about so a hat and a set for Twitter and for Facebook? This hat is stronger than Hercules with morning breath, baby. This is freaking. <laughs> look, this is an auto dealer life hat, baby. Stronger than Hercules. Tommy, uh-huh. go ahead. Give the Hercules. Give us. Give us a little bit. Do Come on, man. Do it, Tommy. Pretend you're Hercules. Tommy, let, him Come do it. let him do it. Like, let him do the clumps. You did it on Tommy, your card. Tommy. You did it on your card. Come no, on. That was, that was a growl. We got go, uh, to go to the guest. I was like, ha! Oh, I was like, that. It's stronger yeah. than Hercules with morning breath. <laughs> if you if you relate back to the promo from this morning, you did a little, little security guard stance. You know what I'm saying? Do one of those pieces. <laughs> I got to urinate. Here's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. They talk about the culture of having to urinate during, while you're doing a show. Let's talk about that kind of culture. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Subi, does Subi <laughs> want to get involved in that conversation? Probably so, not. All right. Let's jump to the <laughs> – Here's the deal. Great segue. Let's go to, let's go to this. Okay, <laughs> Why am I covering my mic up? You say hey, culture. We are all discobobulated. Millennials. Are you, are you guys impressed that I threw out the word discobobulated? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. We're discobobulated because the bottom line is we were 10 minutes late. So they the, wanted to, we what you're getting right now is the fr- it's like a pressure cooker <laughs> of information. Like we had all this bottled up. So what you're getting right now – let's do this, Tommy. Yeah. Let's do this for five sec- for like seven seconds, ten seconds, all right? Okay. Here's what we're going to try. This real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to release the rest of the 10 minutes worth of conversation in 10 seconds that you and I had. And then we're going to get it out. We're going to move forward. We're going to get bring our guest on. Because okay. we had about 10 minutes that we weren't able to talk about. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Let's go. Hey, hey you know what I'm saying? You're a stupid idiot. I you get better busy. I got about 10 minutes. Hey, I got Arnold's a douche. I got a great idea. How about you stop being a stupid idiot for about 10 seconds and maybe we can get this thing going? Yeah. All right. So All right, now, we, guys, you know we're live, right? Yes. Okay. We're doing this for us, Lou. This That's is right. about us, right? We had now. to blow some steam off, Lou. It can't always be about you. <laughs> Did they say blow <laughs> steam off? Blow. I said <laughs> blow some steam off. Somebody have me my hey, guys, protein shake. We're gonna go to the next up real quick. Let's bring them on the next up panel. But before we do that, we're gonna give away free passes 
to Digital Dealer 21. Listen, if you're, I don't really know really, honestly, forget the fact that it's Digital Dealer. That's cool as heck. Forget the fact that you're in Las Vegas and that's cool as heck. Dude, Ramsey's Burgers. I know, you keep talking about that. That must Dude, be really bu- good, bro. That burger. <laughs> Buttery goodness, right? Dude, it's, it's like the best hamburger I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's like, it's, it is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to give away free tickets. Not to Ramsey's Burgers. To Digital Dealer 21 in, Aus- in Las Vegas. It's in two weeks. If you want to go, tweet us and include with the hashtag AutoDealerLive. Hashtag DD21. We're going to pull some people out and we're going to give some tickets away. How about we go to the, the live panel? What do you think? I, 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 yeah, let's go. I see you a Dave Villa and I raise you a Tommy Elwell. <laughs> Are you sure that's not lowering me one? Wait, wait, wait. Tommy, you're not going to Vegas. You can't I, be playing I call your like I'm not going to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sorry to disappoint. Without Absolutely further ado, no the next up on Auto Dealer Live. I'm going to hold this in front of me here so I don't mess it up. We have the president of commercial fleet financing, otherwise known as CFF Inc., and uh, was in the top 5,000 of Inc. magazines, Tommy. T- fastest growing companies in the year of 2015. I would imagine that 2016, that he's pretty much owning it. This is Matt Monero. We have Chris Bennett, former general sales manager, Liberty Toyota, Scion, also uh, dealer son and uh, former uh, general manager of, of uh, Kia in uh, Pennsylvania, and here's the deal with Matt. Here's the deal with Chris, man. Chris is a car guy. He's a trainer. He is a person that, honestly, I have come to uh, really like. He's a friend of mine. Chris Bennett is on the phone with us. Look at him there. If you look at his picture, looks like he's owning that yeah, ceiling fan. He's a, a county fan, yeah. Like that ceiling fan, like he's controlling it with his brain. We have Craig Locker, the CEO of Automax, emoji, emoji recruiting pose. and training. We brought Craig on. <laughs> Craig, first of all, is a car guy. Secondly, he is a recruiting expert. We brought him on because we want to talk to Craig, pick his brain about the topic of culture in the auto business. I believe, personally, I'm not biased. I believe, personally, Craig is an expert in this topic, so we're happy to have Craig on. We also have Patrick O'Brien. He is uh, Patrick is on the blacktop probably right now, and uh, he's a car guy, and uh, he is, in my opinion, one of the strongest used car sales, uh, car auto sales people in the industry today, and he's a third-generation uh, automotive manager in the industry, and uh, Patrick O'Brien's on as well. Uh, gentlemen, want to thank, thank you guys for joining us. And, uh, hey, thank before you. you guys get a chance to comment, um, we've had some calls come in, and we're going to go ahead and throw you guys. We're going to throw a, throw a, uh, a stump at you guys. We're going to throw – a bonus, you guys, and we're going to trip you up a little bit because Subi is a bone is on or the a stump. Because a stump sounds—I I couldn't think of the word, man. Like in other words, I'm, I didn't mean to like say it was like fixed because we didn't do anything. But, but we're going to throw like you know, like a, like this, a, like you throw like this. Where you ever play, you ever play cards, and you're like, and you go, oh, you take like one of those. You throw, you throw a spade up on that joint. You break the. You, what you, I meant, we're going to take them off script, meaning that we're not going to ask them a question. We're going to we're going to have a caller call in. So I have no idea what she's going to ask, but I know who she is, and she is the vice president of sales. And marketing at Dealer Authority, she was one of the uh, few women on the board and instrumental in an amazing conference a few weeks ago. Women in Automotive, uh, I think there were there were hundreds of women there. It was incredible. And uh, when it comes to culture, which is what we're talking about, I don't know anybody that's any better. Subi Ghosh is on the phone, and Subi, I want you to ask our panel. Or, or make your comment and then leave it with asking our panel a question. And do your best to trip these boys up. What do you say, Subi? <laughs> I think that's, that's a wonderful idea. So essentially, you want me to do your job for you. Yes, <laughs> yes. if you could do my... 
Not Dave's job, but do my job. Please. Tommy's over here not doing anything. Got I don't it. know I what's going on most of the time. I, have, I need help, you. Subi. I need help. Go ahead. Yes, please. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, well, thank you for having me. I think that um, dealership culture is one of the most under-talked about or under misunderstood topic because all of the things that we complain about, all of the process, procedures, all of the hiring, everything comes down to a dealership culture. And if you have a good foundation and you actually follow through with all the things that you say you're going to do to management and to all your employees, um, I think that we wouldn't be having the issues that we do within our dealership, but also the perception of us as an industry would be much better. So having said that, uh, so hello, everyone um, who's joining in. Um, so to the panel, I guess I would say, what do you think the biggest issues are right now that you're seeing that would be simple fixes for people who are watching? Hmm. Does somebody want to step up and tackle that question? Well, sure. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll, I'll give it a try. It's correct. How are you, Subi? Hello. Hi, Craig Locker. How are you? <laughs> well, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I am well. Good. Um, let's go. Let's get to know, the meat of this thing. Yeah, let's do that. It, you know, it's. It, I think we've all heard this before. If we haven't, or if you haven't, then uh, then this is new. It's not. I'm plagiarizing someone, I'm sure. But uh, you know, if if your business, your dealership, your department, your team your relationship, if you don't have a defined, and I'm going to steal another word from my relatively new friend, Lisa Copeland, if you don't have an intentional culture, you're going to have an intention, uh, unintentional culture within your business, Absolutely. within your dealership, within your team, within your department at the store. Uh, there will be a culture, so it's up to you if you want to create that culture or you want to let that culture uh, organically create right. itself, which could be very problematic and lead towards <laughs> anarchy, I think. So I, I, I believe, in my opinion, and what I've seen work, I think it starts with really getting everyone involved. Uh, just to give you a quick idea, and I, this is a small shameless plug, but uh, when we came up with, when Automatic Recruiting and Training came up with its uh, original mission statement, our outcome, we called it, uh, I could have very easily written a bunch of words that sounded good and posted on our website and say, okay, that, that, this is our culture, this is it, this is who we are. What I did, however, uh, accidentally, basically, because I'm a genius, is I put it out <laughs> to all the employees trainers, admin people, and literally everybody. And, you know, what, what do you think our company's all about? What, what do you want our company to be? What kind of culture do you want to create? What kind of environment do you want to have? What kind of core values, core competencies right. do, do we, who, who, who are we as a, as a company and individuals within that company? And so through that, I ended up, out of I don't know how many words are in our mission statements, you can see that all of that recruiting and training. But it's I probably wrote two sentences in the whole thing. And the company, which are the people, Automax is, is not me. Automax is 50 other people. 
they wrote our culture. And, you know, but there's, there's uh, an inherent difference, is, though, and I want to kind of pose it to maybe some of the guys that are in dealerships today. Yeah. And, um, that there is an inherent difference between creating a culture for mm-hmm. a business, especially a newer one as you're going through it, and then a dealership that, whether we like it or not, our consumers think we have a certain culture. So we're not only trying to talk to our employees and say, hey, this is who we want to be, this is how we want to do business, but we also need to convince our customers. So maybe a question to the other guys. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. I'll say, I'll, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Okay. So I recently took on the position of the main, the main guy. Um, it was given to me by uh, Chris Saracino. I'm sure you know the name. Mm-hmm. Um, great individual. <laughs> Gave me... Um, awesome the opportunity to run Kelly Mitsubishi in Emmaus, Pennsylvania, part of the Kelly Automotive Group. So we have uh, what we call the Kelly Promise, and it's essentially a mission statement that's put out throughout the whole organization. God's Christ of Jeep Ram, Nissan, Ford Store in Florida, and our two risk-free pre-owned lots. Now, if you take that mission statement and you take those everything on that and it's portrayed the way that it is online, and it's portrayed on every, it's on every sales associate's desk. It's embedded in their brains. We do so much training. We're so process-oriented. Everything we do is just geared towards showing the consumer. It isn't something that's just thrown out there, and, and then we're going to go to the right or we're going to go to the left. It's not a gray area. It's, a, it's, it's black or it's white. So you adapt to it and you use it, or if you don't, we push you to make sure you do but as far as I've seen so far, everybody is using it, and it's getting portrayed to the public the right way. Mm-hmm. A lot of co- companies that I know, and I, I know a lot of people that run dealerships, they, and it's, I mean, it even goes as far as their TV commercials. This is what we offer. This is what we do for you. This is this. This is this. And then people, you can just read the reviews. And the customers are like, what happened? You know, they say this. This is what they offer. This is their best in town, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then done. As soon as they go in. Everything was a lie. You know, they didn't have the experience. And, it, and it's not just sales. We get so hung up on sales. Mm-hmm. It's got to go sales, service, parts, finance, everything. You all have to be on that same even line. And when you do that, you set yourself above uh, the rest. And Matt Koenig had put out a video the other day, and I'm saying his name so he doesn't think I'm stealing this from him, but it's what do you <laughs> represent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so what do you represent? And it's and that's yep. what we represent. Absolutely. So, you know, it's it's no different than when I tell my kids that you know eight o'clock at night, brush your teeth. They go brush their teeth at eight o'clock at night. I don't say brush your teeth, and then when they don't do it, it just I just ignore it and say ah well you know what we're just going to you know and we're going to let, let that your teeth, let your teeth fall out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So so there you go. There's a good analogy. Our teeth aren't falling out at Kelly Automotive Group. We're doing a really good job at uh, keeping our Kelly promise and making sure our customers not only see it online, see it when they come in a dealership, but they hear it from <clears throat> managers, they hear it from the service department, they hear it from everybody. Somebody, Chris, I mean, that's see, what you need. Matt, somebody, I mean, in this, and I don't mean this in a negative way because I'm an owner and Tommy's been here seven years, and I mean this in a positive way because as an owner, I drank it first. But I'll say this, Chris, somebody, Matt Monero, Chris Bennett, drank the Kelly Automotive Group Kool-Aid. And I don't mean that in a negative, like, you know, way, right? We get that phrase and we yeah. kind of joke with right. it. But, I mean, in the reality, Matt, let me ask you this. You're an owner. 
I mean, culture is everything, brother. But culture is not just, I mean, it's so superficial sometimes. But let's talk about it, it where it really comes from, Matt. I mean, you're I, an I, owner. You're a guy who says, hey, I want to set the tone and the culture that's going to resonate with the people. I mean, isn't it, is, isn't, it, isn't it more than just a mission statement? Isn't it more than just a vision totally. statement that you can pull offline? I mean, t- talk to us about so, culture, Matt, what the culture so at CFF for, is. How, how did you become a top 5,000? And I could have got that wrong. I mean, it could be 500. I, I mean, I could get my zeros wrong. I mean, that's freaking amazing, brother. It, it is wrong, but it is wrong. It was, uh, we won the award 2014, 2015, and I just got it for this week. For two, They sent it to me this week, 2016. We were hey, we tell them to freaking look me up and call me? I, I, I want to get on this thing, man. I'm, I'm jealous a little bit. Well, heck? even if you got on it, they would, they would, somebody would have to correct you because you, would, you were wrong. Matt, you want to uh, set the record straight for us, please? Because because we Davis. were uh, we were number Sorry. we were eight hundred and fifty three last year, fastest growing companies in America according to Inc. Magazine. So yeah, you're off on um, like forty three hundred. But, but hey, eight hundred and fifty three, Matt. By the way, before you say that, eight hundred fifty three guys sounds like okay, yeah, okay. Eight hundred fifty three in a race is not that good, dude. It's in America. I mean, are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, there's 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 gazillions of companies in America, and the guy you're looking at right now was 853. That's stronger. That's strong, bro. Congratulations. It's good. It's good. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. But again, look, for those, you know, who can who can possibly see this, this is our core value statement. And let me let me just I know Craig said that in his business he reached out to the group. In my business, I don't reach out to nobody. I tell you what my company culture is and you either like it and come on board with me or you don't come mm-hmm. on board with me. It's my business, it's my money, and it's my finish line. And in order for me to have a company culture that makes sense to me, I have to build a business that that ends up doing what I wanted it to do in the first place. And Mm -hmm. so I don't take anybody else's input on it. I built a business the way I want the business to work. I busted my balls for, I've been in business 21 years. 15 of those 21 were misery for me, guys. They were nothing but pain. And, and the last six have been fantastic. But the culture, to me, is not a variable. It is my way that I want to run the business. And I trust that I want to run the business as a good business with, with the right thought process and all of that. But I'm not looking for input in my organization because the first thing I do in the hiring process is pull out my core values and say, could you agree with these? Because if you don't agree with these, you won't make it here. Right. Let me, ju- let me jump in here real quick, guys. Um, this is Patrick O'Brien. Um, you know, I work on the independent dealer side, you know, and, and I, I agree with what Matt and Craig were saying. You know, it starts really at the ownership level, and it trickles down, okay? Chris being a general sales manager, he got that Kool-Aid that he drank from his ownership group, and then he's, his job now in turn is to pass it on to the rest of the people below him and hope that they continue to carry that message through, you know, whoever they interact with, be it other employees or, most importantly, our customers. But here's what I just want to guys. Let me let me give just a quick follow up on what I was saying because I think I think it could have been misconstrued. I think people think that's like leading with an iron fist. Really, it ends up happening. If you have the right ownership no. and the right company culture, no. it's magic. Mm. It's the most right, it's amazing experience. You're finding the right happens. people for your team, I, and that's part of that foundation. You bet. I'm sorry. No one should everyone. misunderstand what he's saying because it's perfect. No, not at all. Yeah, That's you're good. Yeah, so, so you got it, Subi. You got it quick. You knew 
when he said that, even though that was strong words and it was a, it was it sounded yeah. to somebody who yeah. the only person wow. that would sound offensive to is somebody who is already not in, on board. So somebody who's already like well, I don't no, I don't no. like that. I will say the other side of that is that there are a lot of people who don't have a leader who believes in culture that much that they have those rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. And for those people, I tell you that even though it has to come from the top down, as someone who's done it, you can be the person on the bottom who starts a culture, who gets people together to change that. It is possible, but it works best when it comes from the top. And when it comes from the top and he's putting those rules down and there's no gray area, that's when magic happens. So he's absolutely exactly. Let me let me ask you, hey Matt, let, let me ask you, Matt, for a second, just so you can speak in. And Craig, I'll get you to comment on. Subi just mentioned something that's real important. I mean, if it does, you're, you're an owner. Obviously, we had you on because we know your culture, we know what you believe in, and and I think that that's it, even though it's 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 so impressive and it's so inspiring, it is a rarity compared to. I mean, the the, the listeners that are here today listening. I mean, there are some that work for, for people and dealers specifically that don't believe that way. So Subi has a good point. So Craig is yeah. a recruiter. Craig's a person who finds good people and finds people who are ambitious, who are, who are looking to make a mark. So, Matt, you're an owner who believes that way. But let's say there are people that are working somewhere that are listening right now, as Subi said, that are, that are ambassadors, that would love to get behind something like that. I mean, and then, Craig, I'm going to get you to comment on this. What's the... I mean, what's the message that you tell those people, Matt? Because that's really what the majority of people that are listening are. I mean, there's not, there's not as many owners maybe, but there, there may be people that are going, hey, I, I want to do this. I want to be part of it. My owner sucks. He's like, he sleeps in every morning, or he does this, or he does that, or he doesn't talk. He stays in his office. He doesn't come to work. He's at the, whatever. Yeah, my paycheck doesn't clear. I mean, right, it's all of that stuff, right? But let's not forget, it's America, baby. Get up and leave. Go find the place that connects with who you are as a person. Mm. There's lots of them out there. Maybe not, maybe not 50 or 60 percent, but there's one or two or three that you can go find that connect to who you are as a person. Get out of your misery and go find happiness. It's freaking America. <laughs> Amen. That's it. I agree, Ooh. but I also think that if you if you so cho- chose to want to be the instigator of change, to be the catalyst that made a culture stick in your dealership, you can. I was an internet manager's assistant when I started. And I promise you, if you put those small things in place, if you get the salespeople behind you, any person in any position can make a culture change within a company. Obviously, there has to be some sort of give and take. People at the top have to allow you to do it to some degree, and if it doesn't happen, definitely move. But there are plenty of dealerships in this country that, well, first and foremost, the idea that everyone can just pick up and leave and find the perfect dealership doesn't happen, which is why so many incredible leaders in this industry are struggling to find their, their dealership. We, especially I if they're in a certain area. Especially if they're, if they're exactly. limited to a certain geographic area. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. if, there's, if there's not, not, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. So instead of floating around, find one that is maybe 40, 50% of the way you can deal with and be that catalyst of change. It takes one person in one place to change a dealership. And if, if, if enough of us do that, the entire country is going to see automotive as a much better place to be. Very right. good. Okay, but so wait, real quick, guys, we got another – we have another call caller in her. Yeah, Matt's in the line. 
We have another caller in her. I said, I said Matt. I said Matt, and he called in. <laughs> Who is it? I, I saw him in the Matt. Yes, Matt is on the line. Is it Matt Key? Matt K? Yes. It is. Uh-oh. Matt Kaney, what's Matt up, buddy? Kaney. Ladies what's and gentlemen, up, buddy? buckle your seatbelt. It's about to go. <laughs> no, it's, it's good stuff. You know, I was listening, and then I had to jump off, and then I guess Chris Bennett or something mentioned me. But, you know, the talk of culture stuff is really cool, and it just uh, it brought to mind something. Uh, the Cole Automotive Group, when Tom Cole was still around, and, and sadly he passed uh, he, he passed uh, about, a, about a year ago. But um, I remember when Tom Cole had to make a culture change in the entire automotive group. And, uh, and at that time he had, I think, five stores. And it was pretty loosey-goosey across the board. And he invested a bunch of money. At that time it was Joe Verde training. And I remember being at a company dinner where he said, I just spent over half a million dollars to make sure you guys have the best opportunities to provide for your family and live an abundant life. He goes, and starting Monday, everyone is going to follow that to a T. He goes, if you don't want to, that's okay. I love every one of you, but this is not an option. So if you don't like it, you always have the right to work somewhere else. And I know some right. people, you know, got grumbly and, and all up in arms about it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, here's the deal. A good leader cares so much about their people that they're going to have the hard conversations to not let them fail. And sometimes it means your people are going to look at you and go, God, you're a dick. But sometimes, they're, you know, it's going to be like the come to Jesus meeting a manager had with me when I was, I was slacking so hard. And I remember my buddy Bart saying to me, look, you know what, before you go home, you're going to write down everything you did on the half hour today. Take it home and have your wife sign it. If, if you do that, you still have a job tomorrow. If you don't, pack your shit and go. And it was a hard, hard conversation, but... The reality is, I, I knew I did. You know, I was a young kid, didn't want to lose my job, and I did it, and that was the kick in the butt I needed. So in the moment, I felt like, you know, man, this what's this guy doing, dropping the hammer on me and being all hard? But the reality is, he cared so much, he didn't want to let me right. fail. And I think and that's I what's that, missing in the culture of stores right now. Craig, Craig, let me ask you, Craig. If I ask Craig this, I mean, Craig, listening to Matt, how? I mean, staying on the fringe of of hiring people, man. Because, I mean, look, I mean, I've been in the automotive business for a, a long, long time. And, and if you're in, you know, all of us, a lot of us that are vendors on this, on this phone now, you know, vendors, I mean, we're still, you know, in the auto business. And sometimes hiring people, if we're not careful, is almost like an accident or it's almost like, a buy, like an afterthought, you know, and it shouldn't right. be that way. Craig, if you're on the, on, the, on the cutting edge of hiring people, when culture is really a big deal, people – don't want to waste their training dollars. They don't want to waste their time. They don't want to waste their vision. They don't want to. They don't want to do it. And then on the same time, there's people that don't want to come to work for somebody. First of all, the auto business. I mean, obviously, you know, is is has its own stigma on it. I mean, how important is culture? I mean, what Matt just said. I mean, looking to the future of hiring beast people that are going to make a difference. Women, men, old, young. It doesn't matter if they're millennials or not. Talk about that, Craig. Uh, sure, and it, uh, the thing with attracting people that will fit your culture, it, you know, it has everything to do with r really the help wanted ad itself. Using the words that work, it, it, you know, if if you want women, and I, you know, that we can go, I can go way deep into that because I'm a huge advocate <laughs> of more, way more women. Uh, Got to qualify that in one, the buddy. Automobile bill. <laughs> um, and and there's just again. certain words that are going to. Uh, bring in the right person. But what we always ask the dealers to do is tell us to craft an ad that talks about who the applicant, the potential 
salesperson, technician, whatever, is who they're going to be working for and have that person present themselves and talk from being a supervisor. You know, I I work at ABC Motors. It's so awesome, and, and here's the reason why I work here and why I wouldn't work anywhere else and why you should work here. The culture being blah, 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 whatever it might be, where they're talking to the applicant and selling the applicant on working there because the applicant has a million choices. So why should they come to your store and work? And that's got to be, I don't think it can be just an ad from the dealership. And what we encourage dealers to do is if it's a, uh, whatever, a sales manager looking for salespeople, he or she would, would be talking to the potential applicant in the ad itself. Here's why I work here. Here's why you should because the culture is so fill in the blanks. So yeah, but do you, Craig, do you think you really need to, and I mean, I'm a very big believer in selling people on the benefits, but, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because one of the things I remember back in the day, and Craig, I know you remember this, right? We, we were always told, hire them before you fire them, right? right? And I'm a big believer that part of the problem with creating the culture we want is that we don't hire people that we like, right? We hire people based on the bullshit they put on paper and their faked resume, right? The one where they give us only the references of people that won't say they were shitty at their former job. And, and I know, like, for our company, we're a small company, but the reality is every single person that works here is either a close friend or family member. And we do that for a reason. We don't hire people we don't know. We don't hire strangers. And, and that way we never have a chance of hiring someone we don't like. Right. And if, the one thing that we know is, is by hiring people – and now listen, I'm not saying you hire a friend because they're a friend if they have you know, talent level that sucks. But I'm saying that I think part of the reason we have trouble with culture is because instead of being honest in the interview yeah. and saying this is the culture and if you don't like it, you're not going to work here long. We, we try and yeah. sell them on why they should work here instead of saying, this is how it is. Tell me about you and looking to see, do they fit the culture? And if they don't, saying, you know what? You're a really awesome person, um, Craig Lockard. But you know what? I just don't think it's going to be a fit based on the culture. Mm. And, and then buy sure. next. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, Matt. But I think you flush out. If it's, <clears throat> if it's put out there in an ad, you flush it out to begin with if they read the ad. Then the second True that. contact being the interview, you have to interview every single person in an identical fashion. Instead of interviewing a person, a woman differently than you would a man or a, a, a millennial different than you would a person my age or on and True on and on. Uh, you don't have to set your so, expectations. Craig, you're, Craig, you're not a millennial? What happened? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just barely missed the millennial stage by three. Um, by times three, rather. Uh, I mean, so, people also, if you put the right verbiage in there in the ad and you, and you interview correctly, the person interviewing also has to be trained on what to look for, and that is a huge exactly. inherent problem. Yeah. Can I, we can end I up promoting... Really great closers to sales managers, even though they have nothing to do with that. They don't know about managing people. So you have to define what it is you're looking for for each and every position and have that frame of mind when you go. You can have a great candidate. How many times have we hired amazing people who really work hard, but they're in the wrong seat, so they leave? We have to really identify that as an industry. Can I make a public service announcement here? Sure. Who is, who is this? Please Chris. announce your name. Chris, so we please can do. Chris, okay. How did you know that, man? Pretty good. Chris I see Bennett. him. Okay, you see him. Chris right. Bennett in the house. 
Thank you. Chris, I got to say this, man. It, it, it's pretty impressive how you are wearing that ceiling fan. It, the, the coolest thing about the video there, man, looks like you are literally wearing that as like one of those like tassel hats. Yeah. That are like yeah. Good, good, good job, man. Exactly. Exactly. Impressed. Exactly. Impressed. I was going to shut it off, but I'm like, nah, I have to walk through Um this is my first day off in like three weeks, guys. So you know, you know, welcome aboard. But here's my public service announcement: Money is not the ultimate yes. motivator. Can we please? Amen. Saying that, I agree. I, I agree. Let, let, let me explain this to you. Matt just kind of said it without actually saying it. A true leader, in my opinion. Now I haven't been doing this for 20 some years, but I'll tell you what: the only thing, two things that made me successful has been surrounding myself with really good, talented people and understanding how people operate. When you put your arm around somebody and pat them on the back and tell them that was great, you follow the process, you believe in our values, and they go out and do something that might not be that big of a deal, and you make it a big deal to them, that rejuvenates them. A lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to throw a couple hundred dollars at you if you sell a car today. That's fantastic. Money doesn't motivate everybody. It doesn't motivate me yeah. 100%. I can promise you that. I'm more of a compassionate yeah. person with empathy that understands situations. But what I was going to say about Matt and, and leadership, you know, you've got to love your employees. If your employees know that yeah. you love them and you care about them, it's not like when Matt Monero had kind of said, like, this is my way, and then I thought he was going to say, or the highway, but he didn't. He said, this is my way because these are the values that I built for so many years that I believe in. And he's not saying there's a line in the sand, and, and I can hear it in his voice he's not saying that. He's just saying this is the values that we have built. This is the values that any company uh -huh. has, has built upon. Yep. We want you to be happy because yep. we love you and we love your family, and we want you to make money. Mm. That's what it's about. It's just this business totally. has been tainted for so long mm -hmm. with the – 30% commission, and, and Greg, you probably run into this all the time when you're doing your recruiting, you know, how, how much is commission percentage, yeah. and, and how much is my demo allowance? Yes, that's important. Everybody's got to pay their bills, but I've seen big, insane, weird pay plans, and I've seen lower pay plans, mm -hmm. and the lower pay plans have actually benefited people better because they're with a better quality team, better process-oriented, and true values, yeah. true, true, true values. That's a great point. That's an absolutely great Patrick point. Patrick hasn't waited in a minute. Patrick, you want to jump in yeah, on the conversation, say, bro? You know, while, while, you know while, while money is a big motivator, it's still not. You know, we have a big stigma in the culture with people that, you know, we're working 60, 70 hours a week, and it's almost a demanding uh, thing to be successful at the, wrong, at the wrong store with the wrong group. Like mm -hmm. Chris said, if you have right. the right process, if you have the right value yeah. in place at your store, your, your salespeople, your managers are not going to have to work those crazy, insane hours that start at 9, end at 9, six days a week, sometimes seven at the end of the month. You know, they can work those 40, 40, maybe not 40, but 45 to 50 hours a week, still make a good living, and still be able to spend time with their family. And you, it allows you as the dealership, as the principal, as the manager, yeah. to show your people that you actually give a shit. Mm. Hey, take yeah. some time off. You need a day off. I mean, I think... Um, uh, you know, one of my favorite people to follow up, I've been following for years, Jim Jim talks about how he mandate, mandate, mandates an entire weekend off for a sales staff when he goes in to train and fix the dealership. Jim Ziegler tells everybody, hey, look, every month you are going to have one weekend off. This is mandatory. And what does that do? It allows the, the, the people to, to rejuvenate themselves, to refresh themselves, and then yeah. to get excited and fired up again when they get back to work. 
Because that's car people. We don't like to be too far away from the action too long. Absolutely. But if you take a whole right. weekend off, when you get back in on Monday, man, you are fired up and you are ready to run. Yeah, Patrick, that's actually a great point. And before you tell us what Jim you're talking about, because I know there's a few of them. Jim Ziegler. Oh, Jim Ziegler? Ziegler. Because, right? you know, I mean, Jim, you know, yeah. I, I was going to guess. But, hey, Subi, I know Subi's got to jump off. She's got a call with a client. But, Subi, give us, give us um, before you jump off, give us, like, you know, give us, like, 20 seconds of uh, Subi great. My final thoughts? Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so, uh, a couple years ago, I presented specifically on Culture Shock at NADA. And... One of the things that surprised me the most of a number of people when I started would raise their hand and say, oh, our culture is pretty much okay. But when we went through the entire presentation and I poked questions, little things, <coughs> the number of people that switched their perspective. So I would ask you, and this is something that we do, it's called a culture walk. It's something that I implemented at one of my dealerships. Go in with a fresh set of eyes. If you have a cat, I don't, but this is what I'm told. If you have a cat and you walk into your house, you don't smell the cat litter. But yeah. if a, somebody who doesn't have a cat walks oh, in, they smell it's it. It's like straight ammonia. Right? So when you walk into your Pooh dealership, are you seeing things that people, customers, shouldn't be seeing? Are they hearing things they shouldn't be hearing? Mm -hmm. Are they experiencing your dealership and your sales process the way that they should be? Because chances are, and pardon my language, your shit thinks you just don't know it. So pay right. attention I to those little things. Because this culture shock conversation isn't about people with entirely broken dealerships. It's about wow. people with decent dealerships that have a lot of little problems that they're just not paying attention to. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, think yep. that, Subi, I think that was a perfect way to actually sum it all up. You know, it, it, if, if you come in with a fresh set of eyes, you'll probably see the things that are wrong that people there every single day may not. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, and if you want a really good example, I, I talked about this, um, and he gave me permission, so I'm going to say his name again. Tracy Myers and the Frank Myers Auto Group, Auto Mall, Fantastic. they Fantastic. are incredible. If you want Fantastic. someone to look to that has a great, like, they have written uh, rules, ideas, what it means to be a member of our team, check them out. Because mm -hmm. when we look at each other and people are doing it well, it's not, it's not just feeling. It's making our entire industry better. So check them out. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I thank you guys so much for having me. Thank I got to go to a client call. Thank you so much, Subi. Right. Hey, Keenan, are you, you still on too? Take care, Subi. Is Matt still? No, I just just to, uh, we happen to do all the uh, a lot of recruiting for Tracy, and Subi couldn't be more spot on. He, uh, Tracy's very intentional in his culture and how and how that whole organization works, and it's uh, it's special. It's very very <clears> every 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 <coughs> because uh, it matters. The, the whole experience is different. I mean, it matters. Matt, I mean, is Keenig still on, too? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. First of all, Keenig, uh, uh, Deanna, um, Deanna tweeted in and said something like she missed you, but you're still here. But let me ask you this, I'm Matt. Here. Get Matt to comment on this, and then Keenig, you can comment as well. And, and by the way, I, uh, I, Craig, you, you're, you're spot on. Tracy's, uh, Tracy has it figured out. And you know what? I think the problem is, you know, it's it's not like, um, you know, when it comes to politics, a lot of times, I mean, it's man, it's everything's in your face. You see everything, no matter what part of the country you're in. I mean, it's it's right in front of you. You would think it's that way with the auto business. It is to a certain degree, but there's so many different like segments that we miss sometimes. What's going on? Possibly, you know, right under our nose. And, and Tracy has a great operation there. It's just you don't always get to you get to see it unless you're unless you're paying attention to it. Matt Monero, I mean, Subi hit it on the head, man, with with a couple of things regarding um, culture. Um, when, when she said she talked to NADA, what what about it, man? When when you know you you had mentioned you know laying it out 
and it starts at the top. And, and I think that we all agree with that. But you know, um, what what do you what do you think, man? When it comes down to when it comes down to atmosphere, when it comes down to you know, you laid it out from the top. How do you, how do you pick the people? You know, how do you how do you find the right people? How do you relay that message? And it's it's so important. I think how we relay it, and and so how do you do that? How do you separate for the dealers that are listening right now, going, "Hey, I've got a vision, man. I want to be, I want to be like you, Matt. I want to do it. How do I tell my people? Because everybody's not TV ready, camera ready. The, the, everybody's not, you know, a speaker. How do they do it, Matt? Man, they, it can tear your organization for a little while. When we put our, I started the company in '95. We put our company culture in place in 2002, and it tore the place apart. I mean, um, people didn't buy into it. They they didn't understand what was going on with Matt. I mean, I liked working for him. He gave me a lot of room and, and freedom, and now he's, he's telling me that, you know, this is how I have to think, and I lost people because of it. It's a tough thing to do, but I don't think you can have a successful business without some pillar that you stand for, um, and 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 to me, that's how you put your head down at the end of the day. I mean, you you know, you know that you did. I had a deal just yesterday, a real life scenario. Core value number four in our core values. We only have four of them. Um, is uh, our business practices are predicated on ensuring our superior reputation within the industry. Mm-hmm. I had one of my sales guys who breached that, and it happened yesterday, and. I actually forgot about that core value in, in, in my reprimand of him for doing it. And I walked out of my office, and there were the core values right there staring in front of me. I called him right back, and I fired his butt mm. because, because he breached core value number four. I mean, you got to keep them close to you. you got to read them. they got to be alive, and, and, and you got to be willing to really stand for it. And it's a tough thing to do, man, but, but to me, it has made all the difference in the world in our company. We are a much better company because of our four core values. And I would challenge every business owner who doesn't have them, take the time to do it. You don't necessarily have to spend 500 pay, um, but you need to do it. The company has to stand for something. That's good. Or your fall for anything. I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys each three, I'm going to give you guys each, I'm going to give you guys each three minutes or so. I mean, we've got some time here, so I'm going to let uh, Chris Bennett, Patrick, and, and then Craig, and then Matt, um, uh, Monero, and then I'll give Matt uh, Keenig as a caller in the last word. But uh, Chris, man, take a few minutes. Take you know, take take your liberty, man. Give talking about culture. You know, you've been a dealer's son. You've seen it where your dad's come home, man. You know, and I wasn't and, a dealer's son. I was I was never a dealer's son. I'm sorry, man. Why why did I get that wrong? No, I, you, that was me. That was me, David. What's that? That was Patrick. That was Patrick. Patrick, Patrick. third okay. generation guy. I'm sorry, I'm twisting yeah. it up a little bit. So Chris, you've seen Believe it, there, man. If, you've if you've been there. Me, What's that? He wants to be adopted. If anybody wants to adopt me. <laughs> well, you've seen that, though. You've seen expensive. that where, you know, you've, you've seen the bad, the good, and you're at a place now where I know Chris Saraceno extremely well. He is an outstanding um, uh, person when it comes to an, an ambassador for culture. There's no doubt about that. Yep. I mean, and uh, he bridges the gap between vendor and, and dealer, and he's got it right. I mean, he's, got, he's a leader. Yep. So, I mean, okay, so, talk, so give leader. us your closing couple of minutes here on what you think is most important when it comes to a dealership let's get some takeaways when it comes to culture on this show and we'll start with chris bennett and then we'll go to patrick o'brien and then uh before uh when you're done i'll, I'll kind of address patrick first well honestly it's your mission statement to me to me the mission statement is the basis the premises of what obviously you want your how you want your business to run that's 
to me like telling an employee, okay, we have you covered. Um, this is how we operate. We're going to put you in the middle there, and that's your, your, your backbone. The rest we're going to work on is going to be your processes, <clears throat> the procedures, and, and, and different avenues from there. Right. And then portraying it out to the public, and I said that earlier, and I'll, I beat stuff to a, a dead horse where people probably just walk away from me all the time and say, Chris, you said that 37 times, just the way that I operate. Um, but sending that message out to the public, and especially, you know, Craig and I had an off, uh, ca uh, not camera, but off uh, conversation before this started, and we were talking about the difference between 25 years ago and, and today. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and the pressure's still there. Um, to sell cars, but, you know, it's not like it was where you would get hit with a stapler um, or, you know, somebody would throw a rock at you if you did the wrong thing and you didn't come to the desk, uh, salespersons didn't come to the desk with the right uh, paperwork that they needed. Um, but you you just kind of change that to the millennial, um, at the millennial buyers, the millennial um, people that you're hiring. And it's a softer type of people. Um, on, in my area, um, it's a lot of entitlement. Um, and you have to deal with that. So when you have that stuff out there and that's the backbone and you can build from it and you truly believe it, you have to, you know, you said Chris Saracino is a great leader. Chris Saracino is actually like a leader leader. Like when, when you say his name, he is a true, 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 true leader. And he gave a Saturday morning uh, uh, speech last week that was uh, incredible and got everybody motivated. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was actually incredible and it motivated me. And it takes a lot to motivate, motivate me because I wake up motivated. Um, but, you know, get those core values. Get them out to the public. Make sure you believe it. And don't let anybody in your organization fall off um, from those values. Don't, don't make a right-hand turn. Don't make a left-hand turn. And I think that's where a lot of dealerships kind of, you know, mess up. And like mm -hmm. I said, it's, 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 it's a lot of my friends that are kind of get jammed up with um, different values mm -hmm. that uh, – they put out and then they come back. I know a dealership right now that is, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to be in business for more than two years because they preach these values and then the way they treat their customers, they're going to have no referral repeat business from so the culture, way that everything looks. So culture is, is, it, is bring it, don't it, sing it. I mean, the culture is attached to, it, it's, it's not just exactly. internal, but it's how you treat your customers because your employees are watching. So they're like, hey, you know what, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Exactly, but also you, you go and you when the customers are there, you tell the customers. Like, if there's an issue, listen, this isn't part of our values. Like I, I told you, every one of the sales associates that works with me, um, and I like to say not works for me, you know, we work together as a team. So everyone that works with me, um, they have it on their desk, and it's presented right there for them. So, you know, it's almost the same thing as if you gave a manage, manager an area of responsibility list that he has to follow. That's the list that they portray onto the customer and or the consumer. And then when there's any kind of issues or confusion, you go right back to that list. But it's the, to me, it's the first step of, of uh, for a first layer of concrete, I should say, for steps to, uh, to a foundation to build um, any business on. And like Matt had said earlier, you know, and he almost said highway, but he said it's my way. It, it's something because he believes in it. And when he gets people, you get people to believe in it, and you get people to believe that, you know, you truly care about them, you know, you really do love them, and you want them to make a lot of money uh, for their family. And we, real quick, we instituted the same thing um, at, at our auto group, at Kelly Automotive Group, where we have a rotation for Saturdays off for sales associates. And, you know, that's something that is almost unheard of 
in the Northeast at any one of these dealerships. And by doing that, you're giving them um, not only the day off to enjoy and do whatever they can do in, in, with their family, but you're also letting their family that doesn't know you because they don't particularly deal with you on a daily basis, you're letting them know that you care about their husband or their wife or their sister or their brother. And I think that when you, when you have that, it, it, it's just a fantastic atmosphere uh, to be around. That's good. So, Patrick O'Brien, two things uh, before I give you the chance to uh, give your close. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And congratulations, Ming. Patrick, uh, Stacey Ellison asked, who is the guy, talking about you, Stacey Ellison, who is the guy with the yearbook picture on there? So she, <laughs> she's looking at your photo on there, man. Actually, she's actually who, that was a photo from uh, IBC. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, she's asking that. So, so, so in your closing uh, couple of minutes here, tell us who you are. Tell her who you are. You're, you're, you're a son of a dealer. So with you, I'm going to ask that question. I mean, you, you've, seen your, you've seen your dad come home in the past. You know, and you've you've seen how culture, I mean, it causes them to have a bad night, good night, good weekend, bad weekend, good holiday, bad holiday, pissed off, not pissed off, because I mean, the culture is culture is everything. And then, uh, give us give us a little bit. First of all, answer well, her question: you Who know, you are, and then uh, touch on that a little bit. Um, again, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I've been in the car business a long time. I started as a lot porter at 15 years old at my dad's dealership. Worked my way all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Stacy knows who I am. Her and I talk probably daily, so she right. knows exactly who I am. She's, yeah. she's just being a clown. Um, we all know Stacy very well, and that's her, that's her M.O. <laughs> um, but, no, you know, my dad, when I was growing up, my dad was – my dad had independent dealerships in South Florida. Um, he first started – he didn't go to an automotive group until he went to the Page Automotive Group, um, I don't know, about 15 to almost 20 years ago at this point um, here in Georgia because Kenny Page owns a couple stores up here in Atlanta as well, as well as the Cool Springs Auto Mall down there in South Florida. Um, and and – it, was, it, was, it wasn't real difficult for him or my mom, because my mom's in the car business also, because they were just, they were just so far progressed in their career. Um, so we didn't really see that that much. But when I was growing up, you know, my dad, you know, he, he used to work 8 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock at night. Then, you know, him, my mom, my grandparents, my older sister, they would go pick up cars at the auction, run them to the dealership. They wouldn't get home sometimes until 1 or 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, so there were a lot of days that, my dad was gone before we got up for school and didn't get home until long after we were in bed. So we didn't really get to see, you know, my father growing up too much because of how much he was working. But, you know, when it was time to take a day off, it was time to take a day off. Very few and far between, but they came every once in a while. Um, I, I kind of, you know, I've kind of taken that kind of position in, in my way in the car business. You know, I don't, I don't really take a whole lot of time off. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just a, a, a go, 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 work, 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 work person. Uh, matter of fact, Matt Koenig yelled at me about this all the time while I'm building, you know, I'm earning an income or earning a, a living. I'm not building a life. You know, he, him and I talk about this constantly. Um, but it was something, again, I, I learned that from watching it all my life growing up. And that's why I say now, you know, as I'm getting a little bit older, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm only in my mid-30s, but as I'm getting a little bit older, I'm starting to see that, you know, you have to take that time off. And like Chris said, you know, your family – when the owner or the you know the general manager gives you those Saturdays or those weekends off, it is something that your family notices, that your family sees because, hey, what a great place that you work for now. Maybe because previously you never got time off. You know, so right. they honestly start to become a part of the dealership <clears throat> culture as well because of how much they know that you're being cared for. Right. Um, I, 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 I started my, my sales or my career in the automotive industry. I started at the Page Automotive Group. And Kenny Page and his father, they were phenomenal to their employees. Yeah. I mean, I mean, beyond anybody I've ever, ever, ever worked for, 
Um, and then it only it only followed through more, at, you know, with Scott Smith, who owns the you know partner here at the at the source here in Atlanta. He's another phenomenal owner. These are guys that genuinely, truly, truly care yeah. about the well-being of their employees. Yeah, and that's important. And, and I think that's I think that is so important in in today's automotive business. And I think honestly, I think it will reflect. Um, when your customers come in and they see you and they're interacting with your salespeople or your managers, mm-hmm. I think they'll be able to read those kind of those kind of cues and those kind of signs because everybody looks well-rested. They're happy. Mm-hmm. They seem like they want to be there. Yeah. I've been to a lot of dealerships yeah. to where you talk to a salesperson and he doesn't even look like he wants to be there. Yeah. And that's right. sad. It's true. Patrick, Patrick, you set Good me point. up for a quote. Can I just say one quote? Yeah, Who's go this? ahead. Craig? Okay. Uh, I'm a firm Chris. believer of this. Businesses are built on people, not on capital. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree, by the way, Sarin. Hey, Patrick, uh, Patrick, I will say this. Sarin just uh, tweeted out, why don't we have you speaking at Digital Dealer? Do you have a good, do you have a good answer for that, Patrick? Um, I, you know, I have never even thought of it. I tell Stacey all the time that I probably You should think of it, it, man. I mean, you should think of it, brother. I just I mean, haven't actually uh, taken that next step into it. You know, you I, should I, take I, it. I really do love the automotive industry. You know, I've been doing it, you know, since I was 15. Like I said, I started as a All right, so here's the deal, Pat. On air right now, okay, while dealers are watching all over the country, all right, can we get you committed? Are you going to – Are you gonna? how about this, man? I want I want. first of all, i got to meet you somehow, man. We can't just keep meeting like this. I mean, I'm looking at your picture. You're not even – your lips aren't even moving. So how about, how, know, about how about you come and speak at, uh, at a digital dealer conference? What do you say? Yeah, just let me know. Right. I'll, I'll make the I'll make the adjustments, and I'll, I'll definitely be there. You can I'll do it, man. You, do it. Good. Yeah, Good. I'll make the adjustments too if you guys want me. It's cool. I got things to move <laughs> around, but I got, whatever. You... Hey, but, so Steve Sonning, by the way, Steve, we're just way over. Yeah, Steve Sonning tweeted, we, "You have not missed." The slash tags, it is coming, and you don't want to miss the slash. It's tags. probably good, but it may it's, not be. That it's good. very good. Hey, um, let's go. Let's go because we are like fifteen minutes over because yeah. we were ten minutes late, and we're forty. And yes, Stacy, Patrick did call you a clown. Yeah, just saying, he did call you that. <laughs> Stay, Patrick, she was actually surprised that you didn't call her worse. She said, "Yes." Oh, so no, that was Rob nice. You kept it PG. You kept it PG. Thanks. Come on, we, and we all know Stacy is extremely good at what she does, but she is a little silly sometimes. She does. She gets silly cricket, with it. Cricket. Cricket, I'm scared of her. Go ahead, <laughs> uh, Mr. No, Matt Manera. Mr. Matt Manera, would you would you give us your closing uh, closing thoughts, sir, on on our culture show, please? You know, I I would say two things, guys. I, I would say the first message to the owners is that it's a gift to be a business owner. Uh, it really is. It, it, it's one of for me. It's one of the highlights of my life. How did I get so lucky? that I get to run a place that impacts customers and, and employees and vendors, and I get to make these amazing decisions to give people chances or, or to, um, you know, to help people when they need help. It's an amazing gift. Don't, don't jack with it. Handle it properly. And then for the employees, I would, say, I would say this. Your business card matters. In other words, if you're at a cocktail party and, you, and someone says, oh, what do you do for a living, and you hand your business card, you want to be proud of that. Never forget that. You want to be proud when you hand out your business card of what your title is, where you are, who you work for, who you're connected with. It means something. And, again, I would say to the employees, don't take that lightly either. Don't settle. Go go work for a place that, that, that contributes to your life and doesn't take away from it. Those are my two takeaways, guys. That's good, bro.
very good. Very good. Who very else? Good. Who else we have? I think we got Craig. Craig is yep. as Craig's last enough. Craig, Thank Craig's you, Matt. Bringing it. Matt jumped off. Matt, no, Matt, no, thank oh, you, Matt. Matt Keenig, Monero, yes, Matt, Matt Koenig had to go. He had a client call as well. Craig, you got the last word, sir. Uh, yeah, let me just uh, – someone said just a few moments ago oh, about people not. really being our business, and that's so true. Yeah, and just a real quick story. Over over a year ago, a good friend of mine owns a – owned, he recently sold it, a, a big Nissan store five minutes from my house, eight minutes from my house. Calls me up on a Saturday, says, Craig, can you come down here right now? I said, why? He said, I, I just, I got to talk to somebody. My, my store's a mess. Now, this is a third-generation dealer. I said, dude, I, I don't work Saturdays anymore. Come on. I, you know, he said, no, please, Craig, come on down. You know, just come over for a minute. Just, I got to talk to you. I said, well, I'm coming in there in jeans and a T-shirt, dude, So, and I haven't shaved in two days. So he said, I don't care. So it's a Saturday. I walk in there. The place is mobbed. There's people, there has to be 25, 30 ups minimum. So I just I spent two minutes outside looking around. I walk in. He comes out. Let's go to my office. I said, no, stand here with me. Well, his ADD kicked in in about two minutes, and he said, come on, we've we got to go in. I said, no, just look a little bit longer. What are we looking at? I said, just look around. He said, oh, come on, come on. What, what, what are we looking at? I said, dude. I'll bet you $1,000 that you can t- look at your customers that you have in your dealership right now. I'll bet you $1,000 you don't have a 25- to 55-year-old white guy on the lot right now as a customer. And if, if you can find one, I'll give you 1000 bucks. My point being, part of culture is people, and part of people to be successful to the optimum level in the car business, I believe, like by from like, in your sales force, your entire dealership, front, you know, spend a half hour in the service lane in the morning, you're going to see the diversity of your client. That Your CRM measures a lot of things, but it doesn't measure the person that's coming in there. Your employees, in my opinion, need to mirror that of your client. That will, in fact, change and add to your culture and enable you to, to, to make massive moves uh, that, you, that you can make. It's just, it's, if you say it out loud, if yeah. you don't do this, you're eliminating 30 40% or better of your available talent pool. That's if you good. say it out loud, it makes no sense at all. Absolutely. So you have to diversify, in my opinion. It's so, so, so important. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's well said. Definitely, we have cultured it up, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Cultured it up. We're we cultured it out. We're ahead of the competition, baby. We are. Come on, <laughs> we're ahead, not the tail, baby. Hey, we'll see you guys at Digital Dealer, right? Is that Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait, man. We'll come, on. Yeah. come on, man. I'm, I'm so happy. I I didn't know that, but I am uh, very very uh, yeah. happy to see you guys. Yeah. Listen, just a couple of weeks, man. Las Vegas, Nevada. Listen, you come see me, Craig. Come see me. I'm going to tell you guys. You yeah. listen, come see me. We're going to go to eat a burger together. How about that? I'm going to buy you a freaking Ramsey's burger. How about that, Craig? You I know? am. Dave, I, I, I got I to eat this burger. You, you said it now three times. But this is gotta be, really be who is this? Who is this? I'm hungry. Wait, you got to say That's who it Patrick. is. Patrick. Patrick. You going, you going to Vegas? Uh, I, I don't know if I'll make it this time around. I'll make if you it make it, you, if you make it, I'm buying you. I'm buying you. Listen, I'll you, take you in and out. Well, first burger. of all, how about this? How about this, Patrick? You're a My dealer. Bad. If you want to go, I'll buy your ticket there. Delicious. All right, I'll get your ticket into the door. 
All right. I think Ooh. it's like a grand now, eleven hundred bucks. I got your ticket. Yep. If you get yourself That's there, fun. you're in, and I'm gonna buy you a hamburger on the way. But you got to register. Just let me know after the show, and uh, we'll get you. We'll, we'll get that taken care of. But man, come on, let's go. Let's go eat some food together and have a good time. I appreciate that, Dave. I really do. Right, well, I appreciate cool. you, man, for coming on the show. So, um, so thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Yes. Thank you. Awesome Thank you. show. Yeah. I, I think we could. We went way over, but I think we could talk longer about this. So, uh, yeah, but Craig, I look forward to seeing you uh, stop by and, and and say hi. Obviously, we'll go. Go get some coffee. Go get something to eat. And then Chris Bennett. That's a deal. That's um, a deal, dude. Thank you, man. Matt Monero, Craig Locker, Pat Pat O'Brien, um, Chris Bennett, and of course Subi and, and, and Matt for Matt calling Bennett, in. Yep. I want to thank you guys. Thank for, you guys. Uh, great, great, show. great people. Honor and a privilege to be on with all of you. Awesome guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys so much for uh, inviting me on. And uh, I guess the I guess the trick is for a second invite now. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, we guys. Shall see. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Have an automatic sex one day. Yes. Oh, I should start All saying that at the end of mine. Hey, guess what? What? Slash tags. Oh, I got a piece right so here. bad. I had a piece well, you got a piece so bad, but right now, let's go ahead and slash well, no, tags. I said, wait, wait, wait. Before, we got to check real quick. Don't wait. Lou, yes, what's up, guys? Look at <laughs> Our show is like an hour and a half now. What's up? What's up? The show is going to be a minimum two hours. Because <laughs> when whenever you want to watch something something's gonna be interesting like hey uh, i couldn't make it at 3 30 but now it's 4 45 and i got some time yeah oh guess what we're still on yeah absolutely you probably come back at 5 30 guess what we're probably still gonna yeah be that's uh, <coughs> i wouldn't no i'm going home. i'm gonna have to pee but between them now but i was gonna say we have people are we gonna do the winners for the thing with the thing and no the, no the no, thing no. Thing? Yeah. We, we can do Not that now i'm saying i mean but we have to i'll announce them mikey on twitter. and kim go ahead announce them on twitter. how about mikey and kim let's announce them on twitter Get with Mikey on the uh, while we're doing the slash tags here, real quick, Lou. Get with him and get the names of the couple of winners, and we're going to announce some like top yeah. three, top and, three winners, right? And with the slash tags, would you guys get, get the? I mean, I didn't see anything slash tag today because I guess we didn't mention it until the end of the show. You didn't mention it until the end of the show. I but understand, but Ar- that's, that's a thing we're fault. doing. That was okay. our fault. Our fault. But it's can you do me a favor? Fault. Can you do us a favor? We we have smart. Oh, whoa, save you the do? quality broadcasting to the end. Keep us tuned in. Okay, keep <laughs> you stay tuned right, in. Stay Steve. tuned in. But so make, sure, make sure you actually do the hands. People want to see the hands, the seizures. What, the slash tag? Yeah. Oh, you mean if oh. they want to see slash tags? <laughs> All right, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I do. Brought it. to you by wow. Automate. Watch this. Brought to you by Automate. Later, guys. See y'all. Yeah. God bless you. Good night. I got to go. Yeah, I got to do this thing. Hey, family of the Auto Dealer Live, what is the happenings? It's Tommy Elwell. I'm here with another episode, and you may have seen it or heard about it. It's called Slash Tags. So, you know, this is starting to gain some traction. Actually, we got some guys on here that, that were so solid on their tweets that we're actually using them more than one in this episode. So, without further ado, let's get this thing started, shall we? New Car Mark, one of three tweets. No, four of his tweets. So the guy was all over it. He was on point today. So at New Car Mark, next time you have Velcro on, could you scroll subtitles on the bottom of the screen at Auto Deal Live for the global audience? So for the global audience, next time we'll do that New Car Mark. At Koenig, Koenig's Co's hair couldn't compete. That's Matt Koenig. Hair couldn't compete with that Tommy Elwell's beard today. It's very true. Matt's got a great head of hair, but between the hair and the beard, he ain't got nothing on me. Another new car mark. Was the first guest broadcasting from the men's room? And yes, we did get verification. He was actually 
Um, it was the only quiet place he could find in his house, apparently. Another new car mark, just to end the quadru quadruple fecta. So another new car mark. Tommy Ellis' beard looks well-oiled. Did he slash tag it today? You better believe it, son. At Collins13, at Tommy Ellis, be careful. Spooning leads to forking. Public service announcement from A. Collins, J13. Uh, and at Folsa010, this may be one of the best tweets of the entire day. I love Auto Dealer Live, number one show with Dave Villa and Tommy Elwell. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We have, I mean, what a great, great slash tag episode. But I want you guys to ramp it up. I want us to, see, I want slash tags, I want it to be almost like, uh, like zingers. Like I want to be able to have some zingers to throw your way. And we did, we're doing a good job, but like I said, I know this is fairly new. I know some of you guys haven't seen this yet, but this is what we're doing. It's going to be a weekly thing, providing you guys can give us some content. So give us the content, hashtag AutoDealLive, hashtag slash tags. Let's get this party started. Hey, let's get it started. Okay, I'm out. Ooh!